This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different musician each week all about music. And this week, I'm talking with Luke Steele, who you may know from such bands as Empire of the Sun and Sleepy Jackson. But he has a new band now called H3000, which he's in with Jared Rogers. And they just put out their self-titled debut album, which has songs such as Running, which sounds like this. It's got a bunch of other great songs on it, so check that out. But let's just jump straight into the chat with Luke. So, we have Luke Steele with us. How are you doing today, Luke? Great, great. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Not a problem. I guess we'll first talk about... There's a lot to talk about, I guess, but the main reason you're here, your new project, H3000. Very cool stuff, by the way, man. Oh, cheers, cheers. So, yeah, so this is a brand new thing you're doing with Jared Rogers. Can you tell me about how that all came about? I met Mr. Rogers at Henson Studios which I think is the best studio in the world. I was there with Daniel Johns finishing the Dreams record and we'd asked M Phase as a great Aussie producer to help us out and he turned up and he brought Jared along, you know. So that was the first time we met. Yeah, it was sort of felt like a bit of an audition, you know, cuz mm-hmm. we didn't kind of know that he was coming and we had two or three tracks that we need some help on and he went upstairs. All he had was some, like some pens and pencils and pads from the studio. And he, I don't know what he did. He sampled it. And then these producers, you know, they're like master chefs, you know, they run it through mm. all their kind of machines. And two hours later, he brought it down and it was like, you pass, you know, you're going through to the next round. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the initial thing. It was like, you know, we met under those circumstances and, you know, he nailed, nailed it. And a few months later, he sent me a track and, that was the the title track running or the the main single that we did and and we just kept going you know sent me another track and we just kept rolling yeah cool so from from the from the get go was it did you guys know you were starting a band or did it just kind of end up that way like you just kept working on tracks and then yeah just kept sort of bouncing around and stuff and i think that's that thing with music you know it's so natural the minute you try and contain it it'll punch you yeah. it'll punch you in the stomach and kind of go, I don't want to be contained, you know. I'm music. Yeah, right on. So you've got this um, new, new, is it an album or an EP? I, I've read every there that's an album, but it seems a bit EP length, but either way, it doesn't really matter, I guess. I think after Kanye, like, moved the album song list down, I think we mm-hmm. definitely wanted it to be called an album, you know. Cool, yeah. thought these days when people listen to music, they listen to about 45 seconds. So we thought, well, yeah. you're giving you seven songs. That's, surely that's got to be enough, you know. That's like yeah, having a degustation meal or something. Yeah, and I guess especially from like kind of a, a newer newer project, I suppose. 
people are going to only give you a certain amount of time, like you said, the 45 seconds, and I guess it's a good way to go at the moment. Yeah, it's just a funny industry now, you know. It's sort of, yeah, I don't really understand it, you know. There's so many right. great songs that are just being massacred, you know. It's like a, mm. or maybe not massacred, but they're just not being heard, you know. They're just being forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Is that something you've seen change throughout your career? Because obviously you've been in the game for like 20 20 plus years with uh, like Empire of the Sun and Sleepy Jackson. Is that something you've seen change as your career has gone along? Yeah, totally, man. I'm I'm kind of struggling a bit with what's going on now, I must admit. I'm so confused about where's where's the epicenter, you know? It's mm. You had all these great music mags and then now because it's all about some like 15 year old's kids fat dog you know on the internet you know they've all gone bust and you know no one really knows what what's happening you know and yeah it's all a bit sort of backwards you know so Mm. it's going to be interesting to see what happens because you can't keep going on with all this like new music friday garbage and all that crap you know like someone has to get some quality control and all this crap that's getting released because it's just yeah it's not healthy for people's human Mm. existence you know to hear that much musical garbage really yeah is that something that makes you i don't know kind of i don't know if worried's the right word but when when you're like releasing a new project like this one is there any kind of worry around that well yeah i was i was built on like the best man i was built on john lennon and paul mccartney carol king james taylor Jimi hendrix you know bob dylan johnny cash like i was built on all the all the greatest writers in the world. So it's, we have to remember, you know, the vital and important things from the old mm. world. We can't kill that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, totally, totally. We have to, um, yeah, keep that alive and sort of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, bit disappointed with Triple J, to be honest, that they haven't honoured the heritage, you know, of Australian artists and, mm. you know, they bowed to the world. Yeah. And they, they should have, you know, they have to, switch their blueprint and the way they're doing stuff and get back to what's the really the heart of music where it began because it, it does affect it does affect kids you know the kids of this new generation are going to be they're going to have a different outlook you know and it's not going to be as nourished you know yeah there's a bit of a um recently people are a bit mad at triple j they put out this tweet about it's like how does it feel that you've now now you've outgrown the youth station of australia something like that and then really? everyone just was like, "Oh man, it's just I don't know. It was a wasn't a great wasn't a great outcome." Something someone I know kind of made the point. It's like we're going through all this kind of shit with COVID and just like music so hard at the at the moment. And it's like it's like she's a young person. It's probably the most marketable years of her life. And it's just like that's the attitude from the people who kind of decide music a bit yeah well it's like um people end up where they are from the words of their mouth you know so it's mm. i think they have to be really careful you know about yeah. the way they tread because everyone in the whole world has seen how quickly things can change like triple j could quite easily in about three weeks be finished you know and yeah you know i could start a new station you know that'd be bigger than that or someone else could you know it's like mm. I think people have to tread very carefully, you know. There's been things over here, like with when artists say stuff and, like, we've all seen, you know, obviously with social media people say things and then it finishes their career, you know. It's, mm-hmm. Totally. So, yeah, I, I heard that a minute ago actually, but that's, yeah, 
it's it's funny that you meant to be the representative of Australian music and you'd say that. It's like, yeah, kind of embarrassing for a station like that. Something we kind of touched on a little bit, you talked about the single running and I, I kind of wanted to talk about the music video with that. So it was a kind of made in a, a like a video game engine. Can you talk me through how that came about? So Andrew Westheisen from Collider is such a great director. He came in with this concept with his company and basically, you know, envisioned that whole kind of landscape with us. And yeah, he, he, he's like, he really is the one that built out that whole thing. And, and it was really quite specific about all the details and, and nailed it, you know, and it, it was just perfect for what the music sounded like, you know, couldn't think of any other world that would be more perfect than it. Yeah. No, for sure. It's definitely, I don't know if I've ever seen, I've ever, like, I guess the closest thing I've seen to like kind of a video game thing is the um, Californication Red Hot Chili Peppers video, but that's still just like kind of a normal animation. So it was definitely cool to see, see that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't seen it before. Yeah. It was with done in Unreal Engine, which is just such uh-huh. an amazing platform. Like, God, it's like now they're doing everything like BMW are doing the commercials in Unreal Engine. And right. It's so realistic the 3d aspect of it and but yeah you can build your own world and you can kind of yeah do whatever you want but such a such a great concept and they just nailed it you know like i've worked with so many directors and stuff and it's just great when someone can get it right yeah it was a real real awesome collaboration and something something i kind of read briefly and i I couldn't really find a lot of detail about it but um there's a kind of playable world that is getting released planet 3000 is all i could kind of find what it's called yeah we're trying but it's just yeah that was the concept and we're we're trying to work with like twitch and stuff where people can Mm -hmm. play the game but just waiting for that investor with five million dollars i think (laughs) fair enough another thing i wanted to touch on i guess it's something that's been like with you throughout your projects especially this one and empire of the sun um, there's been a strong kind of like with the fashion. There's been a strong direction. Can you can you tell me for this project um, H three thousand what the kind of vibe you're going for is? This record was about a lot of the issues of the heart. You know, Jared mm-hmm. and I were living in Los Angeles at the time, and there was just people getting murdered in the street. There was bloody um, robberies, mass shootings kidnappings, like the things that go on, it's just heartbreaking, you know. Mm. And that doesn't come from just someone waking up, you know, that works in the office going, okay, I'm going to get my bagel, get a coffee, pick up my gun, go shoot a bunch of people. You know, it starts from a corrupted seed inside of the heart, you know, and then it grows and then it turns into something and then the human acts, you know, kind of like what all the scriptures say, where the mind goes, the man follows kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of this record was about issues that go on within the heart. Right, cool. Yeah, it's been been great talking to you today, Luke. Yeah, thanks heaps for doing it. Oh, great, man. Thanks for the chat. Thanks for listening and thank you to Luke for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out H3000 wherever you buy or stream music and check out their socials as well as the socials for Life on Music, which I'll leave in the description of the episode. And if you did enjoy the podcast, you can follow or subscribe where you're listening right now. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave a review. That would be ever so kind. But that's all for this week. Until next week, 
goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.